0: The following story has been brought to you by StoriesToInspire.org So, Arosh Kolel in Benebrak, he realized it was already um, mid-month, and he knows another two and a half weeks, he's going to have to come up with the money to pay for the Kolel. Now he has so many different Avrechim, and they're all relying on this money. They, they need this money to live. This isn't luxury money. This is rent money. This is food money. So there's, you can't be late. You, so this Rosh Kolel, month after month he saw miracles. But that particular month, the cupboard was bare. So he decided, I don't know what I'm going to do this month. He goes to the house of the Chazon Ish. Ah! The Chazon Ish. The brother-in-law of the Staiple Gaon. He comes to the Chazon Ish he knocks on the rabbi's door and the rabbi opens the door okay, could you imagine how simple they were Gaon Olam gadol hador, hands down chazonish. Wow, we can tell you stories you pick up the art scroll on the life of the Chazonish you won't put it down you won't put it down he did not have children but Klali Yisrael was his children his Svarim was his children right Rav Chaim Kanievsky, his nephew, Rav Chaim Kanievsky, Shlita, he considered like his children. Not bad. So he knocks on the Chazonish's door. The Chazonish, with a big smile, invites the man in. And the man says to the Chazonish, the Roshkola rather, says to the Chazonish, Harav, I have to pay payroll. I want to go to America. Give me a blessing. I'm going to go for a week. Give me a blessing to be matzliach, to raise all the money I need for this month, for next month, for a few months. It's so like this. I could try to get a little footing. Because right now I'm so behind. I, I can't do it to the The said, Be'ezat Hashem, when the time comes, you should have the money, plenty. Rosh Kola says, harav a When was a that wasn't the blessing I asked for. I asked for that I should be successful on the trip to America to bring back a lot of money. Chazanish smiles. He says, yes, yes. I give you a bit that when the time comes, you'll have the money and plenty to be able to pay the koleu. And they went around in circles. And he asked again for the blessing for America. And the Chazanish again asked him, gave him the blessing for the end of the month. And they just kept going around again and Finally, the Rosh Korel realized that the Chazanish was telling him something. Whether he likes the blessing or not, this is what he's getting. So, he thanks the Chazanish, he picks up, and that night he's on a flight to the United States. He comes to Brooklyn, and he starts doing the beat from shul to shul. He stops off by Landau's, of course. He comes into Avenue P, you know the system. He goes around, Sitchul Chalet Sion, Ahiezer, SLC. He goes around to everybody. He goes to Ashkenau Shuls, of course. He collects. How much did he make? He made just enough to cover his ticket. He went to the New York City banging on doors. Nothing. Office's appointment, come back tomorrow, he's not here, he's on vacation next week, I'll try to get you in. Before he knew it, the Rosh kollel, the week came, the leak went. Matthew Fluss, he was out just, Mamash, came out to the dollar almost of covering his ticket. So he's coming home with nada, with nothing, nothing. Well, he gets back on the flight, he's coming home with nothing. And he says to himself, Why didn't I listen to Hazonish? I guess he saw that this trip was not happening for me. But but what's I I don't get it. But he gave me a blessing to be able to pay the Kolel at the end of the month. I, 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 what, what's going on? I mean, how am I I'm coming back with zero? His plane lands Ben Gurion Airport. And the Rosh Kolel comes out, and as he's walking out in the arrivals hall, one of his students is standing there waiting for him to pick him up to bring him back to Blaybrak. And as he sees the student waiting, the student is w- waving his hands, he runs up to the Rosh kollel. He says, Quick! Come quick! He said, What 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 happened? Everything okay? He said, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, There's a guy, a guy from Chutzlaritz. He came to the kollel this morning. He was asking for the Rosh kollel." We stole them. We told them you'll to be back this afternoon. He says he wants he wants to talk to you. The guys from South America. Come quick. Oscar gets into the car. He drives back to B'nai Brak. He comes in and there's a man sitting in a beige suit. So you know it's not from Bnei <laughs> He's sitting <laughs> he's sitting in the front of the Kohl with a big smile and the man walks up to Rosh kollel. Shalom Aleichem Harav Harav and he's speaking with a, a Spanish Hebrew accent Rabi Rabi and they're talking and the man says my father he lived only a block away from this kollel. he used to tell me that he used to like to watch to see the guys come in and out from learning he says my father just passed away I'd like to do something tell me Rabbi." Is the name of the Kolel for sale? Is the building of the name, the name on the building for sale? The rabbi looks at the guy and says, we could sell you the name on the building if you want. He says, Rabbi, how much? The Rosh Kolel looks at him and says, he says, would a million dollars be enough? The Rosh Kolel looks at him and says, it should be enough. It should be enough. The man takes out a checkbook, ba Makom, and he writes out a check for one million dollars. And he puts it to the kolel. Le'ilu'i his father. And they made a big binyan. They made a, a big party, rather, for the name on the binyan. They made a big dinner. The kolel never had a problem with money the Rosh Kollel comes running back to the house of the Hazonish the house the apartment the little apartment what well house the little apartment of Hazonish and he he bangs on the door and the Hazonish with a smile opens the door himself and he tells oh Shalom Aleichem welcome back from America ha <laughs> ha come back no, how, how, how was it in America America how was it in America he takes the Rosh kollel in he sits him down he asks him so how did it go in America so the Rosh Khalil looked up the you know exactly how it went in America I didn't make a dollar not a dollar I, I just to the nickel I covered my ticket Chazen says no so Chazen says so so do you have money to pay for the kolal at the end of the month he says Ravi ah, do I have money for the kolal this month, next month two years, five years they're kids Chazen says Ooh. what happened so the Rosh kollel says Haraf, you knew good and well that this was what's going to happen this morning. And he told him the whole story about the guy from South America and the father and the check, a million dollars. He said, I don't understand. When I came and I asked you for the blessing, should I go to America to collect money? You told me go. And I asked, am I going to succeed? You gave me a blessing to have money at the end of the month. Why do not you just tell me don't go? You knew I wasn't going to make money. Why send me all the way there? just so that the day I come back I bump into a guy which you knew anyways I I could have stayed here in Israel and I could have learned for two weeks I had to go there to come back for the money to come what's going on why would you just tell me not to go Chazanish says you have it all wrong oh you have it all wrong says the Chazanish let me see if I can do this are you let it ready, ladies and gentlemen? I used to only do audio classes. But now that we do video, I could actually use a little prop and show you what I couldn't show you once upon a time in audio. Once upon a time in audio, I had to actually use the imagination and the articulate speech to be able to describe to you a scenario that you could see in your mind's eye. But now I can actually show it to you. Okay? Says the Chazanish to the Rosh Kolel. Do you know that when you go fishing and you catch yourself a big fish and you bring it home, right, for Shabbat, let's say, and you cut open the belly of that fish, sometimes you might find inside the belly of the fish smaller fish. Says the Chazonish, it's such an amazing phenomenon that when you open up the belly of the big fish, the small fish on the inside are always found head first hmm head first why is that? well one or one, let's go to the videotape so here's the fish here's the fish wow Rabbi Duby, not bad not bad not bad at all so here's the fish and what the Chazanish is telling us is is that every time we always found the fish inside the stomach we always found it head first meaning head first inside the fish asks the chazonish how is that possible makes no sense when the big fish was chasing another little fish it kind of scooped up behind him opened his mouth and swallowed him in if that's the case then the fish that he swallows should come in fins first Meaning he should come in the back first, not head first. And yet, when you come up in the stomach, you always find the fish on the stomach head first, not tail first. Why is that? Kach This is what we call in the yeshiva world. The Chazonish Kasha. <laughs> this is the Chazonish Kasha, yeah. Unbelievable. Says the Chazonish. Let me draw you this picture. I got Moby Dick. Here he is, the big fish, the whale. He's coming to swallow the little fish. So when he swallows the little fish, the fins, the tail, goes in first. Not the head. If that's the case, how come when you cut open the big fish's stomach, you always find the fish on the inside in the stomach. Head first and not tail first. Answers the Chazonish. Because the big fish who chases little fish to eat never catches them. But while his mouth is open, Hashem is Mizamen, a different fish swimming in the opposite direction to swim into his mouth and go straight into his belly, and that's why when you cut open the belly, you always find the fish head first. Says the Chazonish, the fish that he was chasing, he never gets. But while his mouth is open, Hashem is mazmin from a different place, a totally different deal, I mean, a totally different fish! And that's why when you cut open the belly, the one that's caught is the one head first, not tail first. It says Chazonish, you got to go to America and chase money that you'll never catch. So that when you come back to Eretz Yisrael, Hashem sends it to you from a completely different left field in order that you'll realize. That all your lut and effort must be done, but it has no bearings on the result that Hashem brings you. Wow. wow! 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 Write, write this down. This is this is this is it. This is the Musr Haskel. Look at this. Unbelievable. It's not normal. If you remember this it'll make sense of 9 out of 10 deals in life that you chased. How many deals you chased in life and you killed yourself. You, you worked. <laughs> you worked months. You, you flew to China samples. There was nothing you didn't do. And at the last second with all the work, you killed yourself chasing that big fish. You never got it. But from left field, a completely different deal came along that you put no work into, that you ended up bumping into the person by mistake on the airplane, going to a totally different random place, and it happens to be you switch cards, and it happens to be that you got to the da, da, da and the deal swam right into your f- mouth without you even doing anything. Where's your chachma? Where's your marketing? Where's your ingenious imagination that you take credit for? It says When we're going to cut open your stomach, we're going to find the fish is always head first. Because it's never the fish you were after that you caught. It's always the fish I give you that you catch. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. StoriesToInspire.org